0: She's
1: a small wonder I'd like you both to meet Vicky.
0: a child unlike other girls And That's a real kid right
1: no no it's a robot made of plastic microchips here and there My voice input child identicant I, I pronounce it Vicky. <laughs>
2: Hi everyone, Angela Bowen here, the host of She's a Small Wonder, a Small Wonder podcast. Well, hey guys, we made it. Took us two years, but we got there. I am finally covering the season two finale, season two episode 24 entitled Double Wedding, which aired May 23rd, 1987. My husband would have turned 12 that day. In this episode, the Lawsons decide to renew their wedding vows. You know, honestly, I swear I've seen a handful of episodes where couples on the show are renewing their wedding vows. On Mr. Belvedere, you had Marsha and George. On Elf, you had Willie and Kate renewing their vows. It's just... And now here you have Ted... And Joan renewing their vows, and apparently also Bonnie and Brandon. Yeah, they wanna they want s- squeeze in that time. Like, hey, you're getting that is great, because my husband and I, we want to renew our vows too. And so since you're right next door and you already have someone to officiate the ceremony, why not jump on that? Oh my goodness, so this episode's got a 7.7 out of 10 based on 16 ratings. Let's see, do we have any guest steps? We have Jack Greenidge as the minister. We have Lou Carey as Caribou Man. We have Cynthia Frost as Gutter gal And Joe Lake playing Justice of the Peace. So you have a minister and a Justice of the Peace? Oh, I, I figure more than likely they have you know, two, you know, it's a double wedding, but each one needs its own officiant, I guess. This was directed by Leslie H. Martinson. We got writers Warren S. Murray, executive story editor Bruce Kane, also executive story editor, and Howard Leeds, the creator. So he had a hand in this season two finale. Uh, there is no trivia, of course. And, (laughs) yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, gosh, guys, yes, it did. It took me two years to get to this point. And, wow. And in January, I'm going to jump into Season 3, which I think the first episode straight out of the gate of Season 3, just like Season 2 is a serious episode. If we look back at Season 2, Episode 1, Chewed Out, that was the episode with the chewing tobacco, and the guy getting, like, mouth cancer or something to that effect. Season 3, episode 1, Woodward and Bernstein, which aired September 12, eighty seven. Reporters Jamie and Reggie learned to check facts. This is actually a serious episode that sounds, I think it was similarly done on a season 2 episode of Punky Brewster, where the parent is going to lose visitation rights, or the... Their spouse is moving away and going to take the kid with them. So the other parent panics, and they take the kid and just disappear off the face of the earth, basically. I, I I think, I mean, I saw snippets of this in an article of it online. I think that is pretty much what that episode is. So we will definitely check that out at the end of January. But... Going back through season two, definitely Chewed Out was really a hard hitter. Definitely straight out the gate. As far as My Mother the Teacher, I did like that one. There are some other ones that are just like, ugh. Paul, P.P. Paula or Papa Paula, that one was another good one I really liked. Uh, Thanksgiving Story with the kid who played... Scott or Scotty in Back to the Future, David Silver's friend, who ends up shooting himself with a gun accidentally, of course, he plays a latchkey kid in the Thanksgiving episode. And it's funny, when I covered that episode, which I believe was last Thanksgiving of 2021, I had totally forgotten that that's what that, that, that episode that I remember was Basically that episode, because I, I remembered it clearly, I had no idea what it was called, just remember that part of the whole latchkey kid, and oh they get like a ski trip or something to that effect, so, top secret, I'm going to say it was one of the worst episodes, you guys have heard, if you've been listening to the podcast for a bit, you've heard me rant and ray, rail about on um, that episode, was just stupid, stupid, stupid. Um, (laughs) I gotta say, most creative episode, 100%, look into my eyes, that was the episode that, uh, has the wrong description, which says, Joan's high school friend is not what Ted expects. Again, I'm waiting for that synopsis to show up in, like, season three or four. As you know, I don't watch these episodes ahead of time, so that's why I was, like, Oh well, wait, who's the high school friend? And just like we never got there. I'm like, this sounds like this is going to be something that's going to come up in season three or four because why would somebody put that in there if it never happened? Uh, the cat's meow was kind of weak sauce. Um, let's see what else. What if shopping mall wasn't a bad episode? Uh, matchmaker, matchmaker, bleh. Oh, yeah, with that returning of Ernie the Bully, threatening to kick his ass because he put a $10 down payment on a $100 bicycle. Uh, who's the... Oh, my gosh. I, Um, Second, this is the second worst episode. Um, It was just horrible. The one where Jamie has a dream that he's the boss of his parents and Joan and Ted are de- dressed just identical to Vicky, and I'm just like... What is this crazy nonsense? And it's just funny because, you know, like I said, this took me two years to finish season two, just like the same thing with season one. So it's like going back and looking over these episodes and I'm just like, wow, <laughs> some of these were just nuts.
1: <clears throat>
2: oh my gosh. But I am ready. I am excited to close out season 2. I'm excited with season 4. Have some real whoppers. Uh, another thing. This is Edie McClurg's second to last episode on this series. The last time we see her after this is going to be season 3, episode 14. Which I'm not going to be getting to until sometime in mid to late 2024. <laughs> so... Uh... I mean, honestly, who knows, once I finish Full House, which I'll be finishing that podcast, that half of that podcast at the end of next year, and then following up 2024 with the completion of Fuller House, I think I might maybe possibly be going, don't quote me on this, to two episodes a month instead of one a month. And then that way I can finish a a season, (laughs) a year instead of like drawing this out to like 2026, which would happen if I keep going the way I am. And <coughs> I'm sorry for coughing, I don't know what's going on. I mean, if again, if you guys have been with me since 2019, I had a horrible cough. Luckily, moving down south seemed to cure me of that, but it is getting colder down here, and I think. Everyone at my job is, like, dropping like flies of sickness. And I'm just like, please, it's the week of Christmas. Don't let me get sick. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'll have to ask my husband if my voice sounds scratchy. Does it sound scratchy? All right. Okay, let's get into Double Wedding and close out Season 2. Say goodbye to Bonnie for at least a couple years until we get to Season 3, Episode 14. All right, here we go. All right, so the beginning of this episode pretty much opens like a lot of them do. Most of the time, it seems it starts in the kitchen. Joan has got Ted's toolbox on the table, and uh, she's looking for a tool that, you know, the one that she needs is not in there. Like, he's got every other tool in here but the one I actually need. Vicky says, hey, I have the tool right here. You need a screwdriver? Uses her finger. Yeah, they're fixing the bottom of a chair, which is just as well, because the thing you want to do is sit in a chair that's unreliable and wind up on the floor. That is dangerous. That can cause an injury. But apparently it's not as bad as, say, if Ted were cooking. Because when has he ever done that? I can't tell what he says, but he sounds like he's in an empty room and there's an echo. Because she's like, oh, there's your dad. He says, hello, something or other, I'm home. But it's so echoey. Like he's speaking into an empty, open space.
0: Your dad's got every tool in here but the one I need. Have you seen the screwdriver? Uh-uh. You don't need a screwdriver? Well, how am I going to screw this loose leg together, Vicky? You have me. fantastic now sitting down to dinner won't be so dangerous unless dad cooks of course (laughs) thank you vicky you can take this back to the garage back to the garage
1: hello house i'm
0: home oh there's your dad you can help me set the table for dinner hi hi for you Oh, honey, how have thought for you. Do?
1: Only if the answer is yes.
0: Oh, what's the question?
1: Joni, will you marry me? If they already have that. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, what the hell?
0: Gee, Dad, and you say I put things off. <laughs> I'd love to marry you, sir, but I think we have a problem. My husband.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I'm serious, Joni. Our 13th wedding anniversary is a week from Saturday, and I thought... What better way to celebrate than by renewing our wedding vows? You can wait till like the. What a
0: lovely idea! Well,
1: it's only fair. I mean, after all, last time we got married, you asked me. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought we'd invite a few of our closest friends and have that intimate little wedding that you always wanted but never had.
0: Wait a minute. <laughs> now I'm confused.
1: Where do you? You guys married?
0: married
1: or not? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> of
0: course we are, honey. <laughs> When your dad and I got married, we eloped to get away from all the relatives. I'm sure it's not because you, you got knocked up. Butting into all of our wedding plans and telling us what to do and how <clears> to do <throat> it.
1: They even wanted to come along on a honeymoon. Are you kidding? They knew how to do that. <laughs> this it's time it's going to be different.
0: Yeah, this time when you get married, your son will already be delivered. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, this is so exciting. Well, we can have the wedding right here at home. Yeah.
1: And Jamie, you can be my best man. Let's hell hey,
0: Oh, and Vicky, she can be my maid of honor. Can to be a
2: matron of honor? No way, that's for
1: someone who's married.
0: Tanner, I'm so happy.
1: <laughs> then I take it the answer is yes.
0: Read my lips.
1: Mm-hmm. I like what you're saying. Come on, I'll show you how we can turn the living room into a great little wedding chapel. <laughs> Vicky,
0: you just missed all the excitement. Mom and Dad are gonna have the wedding they never had. The word wedding is not in my memory parallel processing system. Well, a wedding is a ceremony where people get married. Why do people get married? So they can have children. Someone to blame everything on. <laughs>
1: All
2: right, so Ted comes home. He's got a bouquet of well, they look kind of like roses, but maybe there's something else. They're red flowers. Let's just call them that. <laughs> uh, he proposes to her. It's their 13th wedding anniversary. Jamie's like what, 12? At first, I thought when we find out like they had or they eloped, I'm like, Jamie's not 13, so there's no way in hell that they had to run and elope because she got knocked up. Oh, hell no. They eloped because their parents and whoever the hell else wanted to be involved in every damned aspect of their wedding. Holy shit. And Ted even mentions, well, they also wanted to come along on the honeymoon, but I already knew how to do that. I'm like, what, fuck? Of course you did. Because I'm sure you guys were uh, hitting it back in college. So she agrees to it. It's like, yeah, they've been married 13 years. It's a great way to you know renew our vows, you know. And he says, I'll give you the wedding that you've always, you know, wanted to have instead of like somewhere in Las Vegas at one of those quickie, like, in a minute weddings or whatever they're called. I don't know. Do they even have? I'm sure they must still have those, but I'm sure there are like cutoff times. Like you got not getting married at like. 3 a.m. Like, no, 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 no. Those are ones that get annulments the next day. <laughs> and I like how Ted says, you know what? Jamie, you're going to be my best man. Because Ted doesn't have any other friends that we know of. And Joan says, well, Vicki is going to be my maid of honor. Which, basically, yeah, maid of honor is someone who's not married, whereas matron of honor is someone who is married. Forgot about that. So, yeah, cool. She agrees to it. And apparently, the first time around, she asked Ted to marry her. So, I was like, no, no, I want to redo. It's been 13 years. I want to give you a wedding that isn't in front of a Justice of the Peace at the courthouse or wherever they went to elope. So, Vicki, of course, does not know what a wedding is, which I'm not surprised. She says it's not computed in my... Why well, do they just keep calling it a memory bank? Because every time she explains, it's not input into my whatever the heck they call it. it the, the saying gets longer and longer, like three or four words long. It's like, just say memory bank. I can't compute that in my memory bank, and boom, you're done. And <laughs> Jamie mentions about, yeah, then they have kids, so they have something to blame things on when things go wrong. Ted goes and asks... Like, hey, Jamie, did you lose my tape measure again? Because they're going to have the ceremony in the living room. And I'm like, that sounds so adorable. I had mine in the backyard of my childhood home, which, oh, uh, it was so nice. And the thing is, it it rained like the morning before, and the what? rain held off. It was a little windy, but... The sun came out. It was so. It was nice. It was beautiful. And Jeremy and I, we've been very for. We just celebrated fifteen years back in July. And I told him I think it would be really cool one day to maybe renew our vows, maybe for our twentieth or twenty fifth anniversary. So in either five or ten years, I don't know. I th- I mean I think it'd be kind of cool in my mind because I've never been to London, but I just thought it'd be cool to renew them, and you know. In another country, in in London. I mean, because I've always wanted to go. I still do want to go. I'd love to go to Ireland, too. Anyway, okay, we're getting off topic. Let's get back to finding that tape measurer.
1: It's right here,
0: Dad.
1: Oh, Jamie, by the way, your mother and I are going to have our hands (laughs) full with the wedding preparations, so we're counting on you to pitch in and help out around the house, okay? Sure, just name it. Okay, you can start by taking that big bag of empty cans out back over to the recycling center.
0: Name something
1: else. Do they get money for that? Let me put it to you this way. You take care of those cans or I'll take care of your can.
0: Okay, can we stop
2: with the spanking jokes? It's getting old. So, yeah, he has Jamie because Joan and Ted are going to be busy with the wedding plans and everything. Like, hey, we're taking care of this. Can you do us a solid and maybe clean up and, you know, take care of things. Like, the cans. Take them to the recycling center. I'm just like, well, is there, because I know here in Texas, they don't have a bottle of deposit. They did in Michigan, which was cool. It was like 10 cents. And then COVID happened. And then everyone started collecting cans and piling up. And then finally, people are like, we can't do this anymore. And they're just leaving them out (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for somebody whoever to take free cans, take them. I think I even did that at one point. Like, I'm not standing in line for hours. <laughs> Returning cans. So, anyway, Ted says, well, either take care of the cans or I'll take care of your can. is in, I'm going to. He is 12. You need. Can we stop? Can we enter season three and four? Especially season three. With no more spanking jokes. Can we stop? Please. Because even in different strokes, Arnold's 12, and Mr. Drummond or Philip was still making spanking jokes. Like, stop! At some there's gotta be a cutoff. And it's. You're saying you're gonna spank him for what? Not taking the Cancer Recycling Center? Come on. The, ugh. So now we're going to go to the next scene. we got Vicky sweeping up the leaves in this fake-looking, not-realistic backyard. And here comes Harriet. Let me guess. She's going to find out that Ted and Joan are renewing their vows, and then go tell Bonnie and Brandon, and they're going to want to shove into that. Oh, I thought maybe they do it in the backyard. Okay, season three. Here's a hope for me, right? Here's a hope for this. Get rid of that monkey bar set. Get rid of it. We got rid of the the uh, clubhouse, whatever, that treehouse, whatever you want to call it. We got rid of it. Then we put the monkey bars in. Please, for season three, can we get rid of that shit? The monkey bars, get them the fuck out of here. Thank you. So, yes, going into season three, no more monkey bars, no more spanking jokes. Just be done. All right, let's find out what Harriet wants. What doesn't she want, right? Hoi. Hi,
0: Harriet. Where is Jamie? My name, Squeeze. Dead. Your name, Squeeze, is busy helping out because the wedding is a week from Saturday? It is? Isn't that crazy, Jamie? He knows I can't get married yet. I have to buy a dress. I have to pick out a silver pattern. I have to finish <coughs> the fifth, fifth grade.
2: Fifth grade?
0: You're not getting married, Harriet. My mother and father are getting married. They're going to have the wedding they never had. What? Oh, sh- Parents were never married? <laughs> no, actually they married. Oh, I don't know God. why they should sell this to the National Enquirer. My mother. Harriet. I can't say. Gossip's stronger than love. She's flipped her freckles. Flipped <laughs> <Vicky>, her <laughs> I figured out a new way to make some money to buy mom and dad a real nice wedding present. Oh, God. Here we go. The recycling center gave me 82 cents for those cans. Isn't that rad? Totally. 82 cents? What is it, like, 5 Listen, cents? We still got some time before dinner. I want you to help me go around the neighborhood and collect some more empty cans. No. I'm not finished cleaning up the yard. We'll just pick everything up and dump it into the trash. Pick everything up and dump it in the trash.
2: You need to specify with her, man. Is she going to throw him in the trap?
0: <laughs>
2: Ted Jones really should have specified when he said, I'll give you the wedding we, you never had or we never had. They should have, if you call it renewing your vows, hence you're already married. Because, again, it's the same thing. Vicki's misconstruing her words. Harriet's thinking, oh, your parents were never married. What? How is that possible? Because at first, when she comes into the yard and Vicki's talking about getting ready for the wedding, Harriet's an idiot. So she's like, oh, I, I, I haven't even finished the fifth grade yet, and I still need to pick out a dress and a silver pattern and this and that and whatever the fuck. Girl... Did she get smarter in season three? Maybe even an inkling or no? So, yeah, her gossip radar is boiling hot because Jamie comes in to the yard as she's going out. Like I don't know whether to sell this to my mother or the National Enquirer. Uh, I don't think the National Enquirer is going to give two shits because, hey, who the hell are Joan and Ted Lawson? Nobody to the National Enquirer. That's who they don't give a shit. Like, oh, they're getting good for them. So Jamie got 82 cents from the recycling. And I'm just thinking they're in California. I don't know. I'm guessing five cents maybe. He said 82 cents. I don't know. All right, and of course, Jamie's like, hey, I'm going to go around, see if anyone's got any empty cans. We can take them to the recycling center, see about getting mom and dad a really good gift. Oh, boy, this could only end in disaster. (laughs) He tells Vicky to pick up everything and put it in the trash. So she empties the leaves from her little dustpan, and then she grabs Jamie by his shirt and puts him headfirst in the trash. It looks like we're back in the kitchen again if you're making dinner. I don't know. Looks like because Ted's going through a to-do list or uh, what we need for a wedding. Who do we need to call? Just of the piece or a minister? I don't
1: know. Now, honey, can you
0: think of anything else
1: we're going to need for the wedding? I got uh, bartender, champagne, folding chairs, flowers, wedding cake, dishes for the buffet table. We don't have a buffet table. Buffet table.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, don't forget hors d'oeuvres. Hors d'oeuvres. Uh, Some cold cuts.
1: Cold
0: uh, cuts. Pasta salad.
1: Pasta salad. Um, maybe one hot dish. I'm marrying the hot dish. Come here. Ah, <clears throat> <laughs> uh, I okay. yes! hey, pooper.
0: The fuck! (laughs) Naughty, naughty, naughty! Why, old dog, you?
1: The the fuck? fuck? What are you talking about?
0: (coughs) Don't you play innocent with us? Harriet told us all about the wedding. (laughs)
1: You? Well, we thought it was a pretty cute idea. Uh-huh.
0: <coughs> oh, you sure fooled me. Who would have guessed inside that shy little body of Joan Larson
1: beats the heart of the Joan Collins? <laughs>
0: oh, sly old
1: dog, you! <laughs> Brandon, one more punch and the sly old dog will wet on your leg. Yes! <laughs> <coughs> what are you talking about?
0: <laughs> what well, we're talking about? about the fact that you've never been married. Nada. We're talking Sin City here. <laughs> what?
1: No, 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 no. You don't understand. I you sure don't. Know.
0: you got a great thing going. Why do you want to
1: follow it up for getting married? <laughs> God! <what? laughs> well, I didn't mean us, huh? Duffling. We don't have a great thing going. Oh.
0: No, I mean... I mean... <laughs>
1: now, listen, both of you. <laughs> Joan and I have been married for 13 years we are celebrating our anniversary by renewing our wedding vows see get it
2: you should have fucking said that you're
1: getting married again to the same woman yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) why It's so sweet. It's so romantic. just gives me goosebumps all over my creamy white
1: skin. Yeah. Gives me shin bumps. But it is romantic, my little love barge. Love barge? I think
0: it's a yummy idea. Don't you think it's a yummy idea, stud muffin? We could do that. We could renew our vows on our wedding anniversary.
1: Luckily, it's three months away. What?
0: Well, give us time to plan. <clears throat> we don't need time to plan. No, 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 no. You've made all the plans for the wedding. We'll just get married right along with you. Fuck no!
1: Oh, no, no, wait, wait, Bonnie. You see, this is, this is not going to be anything that big. This is a small, intimate little ceremony for two. Oh.
0: Well, that won't work now that the four of us are getting married. No, it's got to be much bigger. Oh, mucho oh yeah. Ooh, this is going to be the double wedding of the century. Good morning. will be back later with our guest list. Bye now. Come on, Brandon. Come in, my little fun button. How are we going to get out of this one?
1: We'll have a shotgun wedding. When they try to come in, <laughs> we'll shoot them.
2: Sounds good to me. Damn, does Harriet work fast or what? Brandon and Bonnie can't get into the damn door fast enough. Because Ted and Joan are going through the list of all the shit they need. And then she mentions a hot dish, and Ted says, oh, I already married her. Pulls her down on his lap. And then all of a sudden, smash, smash, smash. The door pops open. It's Bonnie and Brandon. And they're thinking, oh, you guys have never been married. Sin City. Come oh, You sly old dog. Punches Ted in the shoulder like three fucking times. Um, like naughty, naughty, naughty. You people are fucking idiots. You not see the rings on their damn fingers? Oh, actually, now that I think about it, I don't see one on Ted's. Huh. Weird. So they do explain to them that, yes, we are already married, let me insinuate we are just renewing our valves i thought it would be cute for our 13th year anniversary and bonnie is over the moon like oh my gosh i love that she calls it a yummy idea and she keeps kicking brandon in the shin because he's an idiot too and they decide to, like, of course, glom on to you guys are planning. We're just going to double with yours. It'll be the double wedding of the century. Here's, I'll come back with a guest list and the, all this other hoopla-poo. And I'm just like, fuck, no. <coughs> I like at least that they got the shade down on the door. Thank goodness. They need to do that with the blinds above the kitchen sink as well. It's like, how do we get out of this? Ted says we'll have a shotgun wedding. We'll just, uh, when they come back, we'll shoot them. <laughs> Pretty much. Oi. Boy,
0: collecting cans is backbreaking work. Why
2: don't you just take them straight to the recycling? for me,
0: not for you. Yeah, really. Well, look on the bright side, Vicky. Enough of these, we'll be able to buy a nice present for mom and dad's wedding. For mom and dad's wedding? Right. It'd just make it a lot easier to collect cans if I could go like this. And zap! they jump into my hand like it was a magnet. Magnet? I can do that? Huh? I can alter my radiothermonic generator. <laughs> zap.
2: <laughs> cool.
0: Hey, fantastic! I got an idea. Come on, Vicky.
2: All right, so they come in with a whole big ass bag filled with cans. Of course, Vicky's carrying it. Jamie's bitching about hard back-breaking work, and I love how Vicky is snarky. She honestly, you can just see in her facial expressions, just the attitude. It's like as she throws the cans down, she looks at Jamie's like, "Yeah, back-breaking for me because I'm doing all the work, basically." And he's like, "Oh man, we're gonna have to collect. So why did you take them home with you? Turn around and go to the recycling center. Hell, it can't be that far." It's like, how long? They got 82 cents. I don't know how many cans he took in, but it's like, you know, their wedding renewal vows are coming up, right? How long do you think you have to get a dang gift? It reminds me of Silver Spoons when Ricky finally got. A Wedding gift for his dad and stepmom Kate a year later, and it was a picture frame. I'm like, are you serious? Oh my gosh Can you believe that Quinny? Alright, let's find out what's going on with Ted and Joan. They're back in the kitchen again. This looks like it's the next day I hope anyway
1: I drew this floor plan of how the living room was going to look out for the wedding
0: that's nice. Oh, she's pissed.
1: Are you all right? Does she look all right?
0: No, I'm not all right. I, I'm really angry about the brindles horning in on our wedding.
2: They always do that worry, shit. honey.
1: They're not going to spoil it.
0: Yeah, right. see all of us at the altar. I'll say I do, and she'll say I do 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 <laughs> Honey,
1: just forget the brindles. It's still our wedding. Not they're with them there. First, they bring up the rear after they play the wedding march for us they play send in the clowns for them
2: <laughs> you got it uh.
0: we can only stand back.
1: i'm on my way to my caribou lodge meeting bonnie's going bowling with her team who cares
0: <laughs>
1: off for another night of culture huh yeah we just Not long. We don't have that many friends. Just a few guys from the lodge, a couple of gals from the gunner.
0: (laughs) And Brandon and I have talked it over. We insist on helping you bear the burden of this wedding.
2: Bullshit. Are
1: offering to share the expenses? No, they're not.
0: Fuck you. Now I am going to make the wedding cake from my very own recipe.
1: My little bride is the only (laughs) woman I know who could make a sushi wedding cake. Ew.
0: Bonnie, you shouldn't. And I really mean you shouldn't. <sighs> well, Joanie, it's no bother at all. I've already diced up the squid. Ugh. Uh, that's all right. We'll buy the cake, I insist. You see, I told you I'd get out of it. <sighs>
2: well, we to be going now. Bye-bye. Get the hell out of oh, here.
0: muga. Oh, oh,
1: oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh,
0: Ted, they're impossible. <laughs> Oh, a good boy. How you doing?
2: Terrific. I got a new system. I use Vicky as a magnet. Come here, Vicky. Oh, my gosh. The cans are sticking to her. So Bonnie and Brandon come over. Of course, they have their guest list. Like, a few people from the Caribou Lodge that Brandon hangs out with. Um, some ladies gals from bonnie's gutter gals bowling team and she's saying like oh i'll make a cake like no don't do it please bonnie we'll buy the cake because she says oh i already cut up the squid because she's like i'll make a sushi cake she says that shit so that way she's like doesn't she's not really doing it she's turning it so like oh They'll do yeah. And even Ted's like, oh, you're gonna help pay for these since you're horning in on our wedding, right? And they're like, oh, no, of course we're not. Like, f- ugh! Lawsons, why do you put up with this shit? Seriously, I want an answer. So thank goodness they get the hell out Brindle's get the hell out of there. And Jamie comes in, says that he turned Vicky into a magnet. And you see her walking with like cans sticking to her. And just like, well, none of them, of course, are beer cans. They're all, like, pop cans of, like, root beer, cream, soda, what have you. All right, now we're at the wet, way- And it's so cute. There's a little section off near between the closet and the front door. It's kind of, like, it's a- set up like a bar. We have Vicky dressed as a f- matron of honor. Very cute with a, a light-colored, like, pinkish, perfect purple- white pinkish dress. With, um, a row of flower, a crown of flowers on her hair. It's really cute. i got to ask, who the hell are these people? We see who looks like a reverend, a minister, some guy talking to him. Who are these people? Are they people at the robotics company? We don't, we know that John only occasionally substitutes at Jamie's school, so there's that. Also... There are white chains sectioning off rows of chairs and stuff for the patrons to sit down. So, all right, let's see how this goes. Wow, wow. She adorable.
0: You talk about stuff like that. You look just like Robert Redford. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Harriet. Jamie, uh, when a girl compliments you, you're supposed to compliment her back. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Okay, Harriet. You got a very nice back. <laughs> In fact, I like it better than your front. <laughs> okay. That's not what I meant. this is going to be good practice for my wedding i've already composed the invitation would you like to hear it no no (laughs) mr and mrs brandon brindle request your presence at the marriage of their lovely talented intelligent exciting and wonderful daughter harriet what do you think i think the guy you're gonna marry is very lucky you do yeah he's lucky you left his name off the invitation yeah he's gonna be me (laughs) Uh, Vicky, get the door, please. Get the door. Hi, we're here for the Brindle wedding. I hope it hasn't started yet.
2: Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I love that.
0: Come on, Chirving. Sorry, the door slipped out of her hand. Please, come in. May oh, I, I take your coat?
2: Tinted two. glasses Ugh, oh, the gutter gal ladies that look like they're 50.
0: Oh, I've been married for 13 years, and I feel like a new bride. Oh, honey.
1: <laughs> What's to be nervous about? We've already had the honeymoon. Oh, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you look marvelous, darling. You really do. Simply marvelous.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you really think this new dress looks nice? Uh, <laughs>
1: oh, it better. When I saw the bill, I thought you bought a new car.
0: Well, it is one of a kind, dear.
1: Yeah. Is that? Oh,
2: let me guess. Bonnie's going to come in
1: with this. So,
2: Harry, of so course, a really pretty light blue dress. I really do like it on her. And she compliments Jamie, saying he looks like Robert Redford in that suit. And then she's like, oh, Jamie, you're supposed to compliment me. And he's like, uh, or compliment me back. And he's like, yeah, you have a nice back. I like it more than your front. And then she says, that she, <laughs> in her mind, of course, she's like, I already have the invitation. And she talks about how great and beautiful and smart and into all that, that she is. And Jamie's like, yeah, uh, I think the guy that you're going to marry one day is going to be really lucky since uh, you left his name off the invitation and he ain't going to be me. So, yeah. We get to the kitchen and, of course, Joan is nervous. Even though it's been 13 years they've been married, they had the honeymoon, so they're not shy about that. But, you, you know, just the whimsy of it all and just the nerves and all that good stuff. So... She says, I hope you like my new dress. And he's like, yeah, well, for what you paid for it, I thought you almost, when I saw that bill, I thought you bought a new car. And she says, well, it is one of a kind. How much you want to bet? Because, knock, 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 Bonnie's at the door, and she's wearing the same exact dress as Joan. Apparently, they have similar tastes.
0: Up for me too i'm gonna kill that dressmaker oh Joni, don't take it so personally just because i happen to fill the dress better we're like village. Mm. she's overflowing <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> brandon ruffles oh no. come
1: on we're speaking of one of a kind <laughs> <that my> gorgeous? <laughs> well i don't know with that headdress you ought to be wearing tails <laughs> yeah the
0: guests have eaten all the orchards on my tray. I okay, got nothing to well, give Well, ooh, I hope you folks have some more.
1: Nope. And plenty of champagne. And nope. good stuff, I mean. None of that Wino Brothers. Nope. <laughs>
0: right. We don't want our guests to think that Brandon and I are cheap. Ooh. Well, may let's... I remind you that we've paid for everything? We know that,
1: but our friends don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dad, the justice of the peace said to tell you he's ready to start.
1: Okay, uh, tell him we're ready.
0: Music,
2: please. I, uh, yeah, she's pissed. She's like, I'm going to kill that dressmaker. He said it was one of a kind. And Bonnie's like, Oh, well, I really fill out the dress and how they had a little scrap of material left to make one for me. And then, like, well, because Vicki comes in with the, well, an hors d'oeuvre plate. There's no hors d'oeuvres. So you served them all already. When you wait till after the wedding to do that? But anyway, and then Bonnie and Brandon are like, Well, I hope you have more and none of that cheap champagne. And Joan says, you know, we fucking paid for everything. And Brandon says, yeah, we know. But our guests don't need to know that. We don't want them thinking we're cheap. I'm like, we're out of, look, we took care of ourselves. That shit's on you. You weren't in on our wedding. We ain't paying for shit for you guys. We're You're lucky enough that we're letting you use our house. Ugh. So, Ted's like, hey, Jamie, let them know we're ready to start. They start the music, and let's get this in.
0: It's here at last. <coughs> the moment the guests have all been waiting for. The entrance of the flower girl. No one cares. <laughs> what
2: the hell is at the door? Stop the music, please. Hi, kid. Are we late? Ooga, ooga. Oh, come ooga, ooga. the fuck on, weirdos. <laughs>
0: oh, no. Who is it?
1: It's uh The rest of the Ooga
2: Booga tribe. I
0: knew the caribou wouldn't let me down. No. Ooga Booga! <laughs> <laughs>
2: Get this yeah. over with, the bitter. <laughs> right in his face. Come on, Harriet. I know you're a flower girl. Right, honey.
0: <laughs> I guess.
1: Wait. What are you two doing? But we're it's going their funny. house. I mean, it this happens to be our house. Yeah. It happens to be our idea. Our hors d'oeuvres and our Wino Brothers champagne. He has a point there, honey bundle.
0: Right.
1: Bitch! Nice move, Twinkle Toes. <laughs> now that is too much. Get the fuck! Dad, why don't you just throw them out? Yes! Throw them out at your house! I got a better idea. I'm gonna throw us out. What? Come, my darling. Let's go, kids.
2: I think this is, uh, ugh. of course, Ten Joan are ready to go. And then Bonnie's like, oh, what are you doing? It's like, uh, it's our house. This was our idea. We're fucking going first. You're lucky we even let you participate at all. Of course, Bonnie jumps at, right in front of the door with Brandon and they jump in there. Ted's like, you know what? Hey, how about we do this? We're going to kick. Yeah. It's like, why don't you kick them out? Show some balls for a change, man. So Ted's like, no, we're going to kick ourselves out. Come on. (laughs) I'm like, awesome. Awesome. You look ridiculous in that
1: stupid hat. At least it comes off. You'll always look like that. (laughs) now if you will join hands do you Brandon Brindle take Bonnie to be your <laughs> lawful wedded wife? I <laughs> <laughs> do
0: do
2: <laughs> I like this oh this is cute the couple we're all here to see
1: gathered here to join together this man and this woman in holy matrimony the bride and groom have informed me that they have written their own vows oh if you will mr lawson i like this (coughs) Joni, i want to marry you more now than i did the first time you have brought me joy and love And fulfillment. And my life would be empty without you. I promise to love you and to care for you. For as long as the good Lord gives me on this earth. Mrs. Lawson? Ted. You are the dearest,
0: most wonderful man. And I am
1: the luckiest woman. Well, I think I can take over from here. Do you, Ted, once more take Joan to be your wife? Uh. I do. Can- and do you, Joan, once more take Ted to be your husband? I do. Then, by the powers <coughs> vested in me, I now pronounce you husband and wife again. Aww. And you may kiss the bride again. <laughs> You oh Ted, I'm so happy. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the love works. It's
2: almost my the So real quick, Bonnie and Brandon, they wed each other. I can't I don't even want to know what the house is gonna look like when Ted and Joan return. But this is sweet. It really it deserved the moment that it needed. I loved Ted's vows to Joan. I loved Jones starting of her vows to Ted is just really sweet, and of course, Vicky starts bawling. And I like how the past—he pastor, is such a nice man. He's so very sweet, and he's like, "Well, I think I'll take it from here." Because Joan actually, she she can't uh, she can't get it through her vows. She starts tearing up. What well, I mean, Ted's words—who wouldn't tear up hearing that? Right, Quinny? Yeah. I know. Crazy, right? Yeah. All right, here we go. Let's find out how this is going to end. I swear if the Brindles crash this, I'm going to be so angry. Hopefully we are done, but we don't have to see the Brindles for the rest of this episode at all. Ah, shoot. Mm. Okay, well, honestly, I guess that's where it ends. She cries, tears are flowing straight out of her eyes like little sprinklers being set off. The pastor's mouth is jaws like on the floor like, what? And that's how the episode ends. We don't know if the Brindles trashed the Lawson's home or what happened. But um good friends, good riddance, good riddance, Bonnie! We won't have to see you again until sometime in twenty twenty-four. Thank goodness. <laughs> I thought this was a great way to end season two. I I really honestly look forward to season three and everything that will come with it. <clears throat> um yeah, so oh gosh. Doing this since 2019, and we are, and again, guys, that is uh, as far as the DVDs go. That's it. I finished the second season DVD. Now it's just it's up to you. It's up to YouTube now. I I got the episodes for season three and four. I'm gonna tell you the quality is as best as it's gonna get, which probably is not saying a lot. They looked alright. So um again, this probably taped off someone's television set back in the 80s or most likely the 90s in when the show was in reruns let's um turn, let, let's kind of let's take a look at some of the episodes for season 3 kind of a kind of a little walk through here and just kind of see what ones look like utter dumpster fire shit episodes, and what ones actually look semi-partially, possibly promising. I know the first episode of season three is straight out the gate. They are hitting it with a series episode, just like season two, episode one, shootout. So the first one, season three, episode one, it's entitled Woodward and Bernstein. This is from September 12th, 1987. Reporters Jamie and Reggie learn to check facts. And this is the one I was saying guys, this is the one about the possible kidnapped daughter scenario similar to Milk Does a Body Good from Punky Brewster in season 2 where it's a custody battle between separated or divorced parents one of the parents has remarried and is planning to move the child way across the country and the parent, other parent freaks out, says, so basically, I'm not going to be able to see my kid at all, because they're moving across the country. So they freak. They pick the kid up from school, and boom, they peace out. They vanish off the face of the earth. And I don't know how many years it was for the girl in Punky Brewster, whether it was a couple years or a few years. But um, I'm, I'm interested to see this one. i have only... Seen uh like a clip which uh there's more to it than that um episode two everyone in the pool vicky saves harriet from drowning in the pool oh boy yes they get the monkey bars out right and then now they have a pool that'll be there for one episode and it's like oh no someone almost drowned we gotta get rid of the pool now season three episode three who done it? Jamie takes the blame for theft to protect a girl. We are seeing that bitch, Jessica. Fucking hell. We saw this bitch in season one. We saw her in fucking season two. And now we gotta deal with her stupid ass bitchiness in season three. I think we even get another of her in season. I gotta I gotta check this out, man. I gotta know. I gotta know if we're gonna see this bitch again. Uh holy fuck, she's in five <laughs> Um, she, holy shit. <laughs> She's in three fucking This season alone! Oh my lord! Um, she's in season, uh, episode three, who done it? She's in episode five, it's okay to say no. And 11, episode 11, The Fats of Life. Holy fuck, nuggets! I don't want to see this damn bitch anymore. Playing like the same fucking character. Jamie will never learn. All right, we got Bride and Groom, which is weird. This is episode four. And we just came off of Double Wedding. Uh, The boss's daughter sets her sights on Jamie. Who's, like, 12? Oh, look at this. We got... Little House on the Prairie alumni. We got Lucy Lee Flippin. You all know and love her as Eliza Jane. Elmanza Wilder's sister. Playing Mrs. Jennings. We have Ted Pitsis. We got the whole damn Jennings fucking family. We got Karen Jennings. We got Mr. Jennings. Mrs. Jennings. Chip Jennings, I'm guessing, is a sibling. Oscar Booker fuck was that? Uh, maybe I'll, I'll recognize this kid because he was in the movie This Boy's Life, which I do plan to cover on the podcast because it is such a good movie. Um, he was in an episode of The Wonder Years called White Lies. I think I might know. Oh, shit! I know who this fucking kid is. I know. He was in an episode of Growing Pain. Three, in fact, of the move of... He played Ben's friend Gary. Ugh. Alright. That's gonna be a fun time. Oh boy. Like she wants to marry this kid who's like probably a young. It's okay to say no, everybody. Jamie and Vicky, they are hitting it. They are hitting it with fucking hard edge, hard hitting edge of your seat, high stakes. Episodes. We got a kidnapping episode in the first episode of season three. Five four episodes later, we got a druggy episode. Jamie and Vicky hope the police catch a drug dealer. Oh my gosh. This is some crazy. And that's the one that Jessica's in. Oh my gosh, is this girl? Is she smoking the the ganja? Is she popping pills? Uh, here we go. Here's another one. Season three. It's all about learning lessons. Read my lips. Jamie befriends a deaf boy for the wrong reasons. Let me guess. He's getting him to read the lips of people. Oh, this is the kid from Better Off Dead. He played John Cusack's little brother. What the fuck was his name? Uh, Badger. Badger Meyer. Badger and Lane Meyer. We do get to see Warren. It's been a bit. Miss him. All right, we got a promotion coming up in Episode 7. To win a promotion over Brandon's boss fawning, Ted decides to reveal Vicky's robot secret to his boss at a company picnic, unaware that Brandon is out to sabotage Ted. Ted Ted, you need to get a job that isn't that. Lawsonville Horror, everyone, if you, I've never seen Amityville Horror, but damn, this sounds crazy. An electrocuted Vicky behaves as though possessed. And straight so, yeah, gate, okay, hey, guess what? The, we get the introduction of, I think this is where we get the introduction of, uh, is it Vanessa in The Bad Seed? Is this where Tiffany Brissett gets to actually play not a robot, like someone that's got not a robotic voice, but in like a normal? But I'm looking forward to this. Granted, it'll be closer to like the end of 2023 because it's episode nine. Let's see. January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August. It'll be September by the time I get to it. Ted builds a more advanced robot, but his plans to scrap Vicky are halted when the new model refuses to obey orders. I think we're going to meet uh, Vanessa. Woo! Season 3 is looking fucking great! Oh my gosh. TV or not TV, Vicky is asked to appear in a serial commercial. All right, let's see. That's episode 10, episode 11, The Fats of Life. Vicky literally balloons after Ted unwittingly, unwittingly upgrades her energy-supplementing polynucleotide—I can't even pronounce that word—processor with an appetite, which creates excessive, <laughs> excess digestive gases and causes her a date issue for the school dance. Really, a date issue, huh? Hey, we get to see Warren again, and we get someone playing Ernie, who was also in another episode of Small Wonder, he's in, he plays another character, he plays someone named Billy, the gang's all here, and see no evil in season four. Interesting. Oh, uh, he was also in uh, Mr. Bill the Deer. Oh, wonderful. Uh, we got someone playing Wanda. I'm taking that's gonna be Jamie's date. The bank job. Harriet, Jamie, and Vicky foil a bank robber. Uga muga. Oh, you gotta fucking be kidding my ass. The stinking. Caribou, whoever the fuck, that we met at the wedding, the double wedding, are coming back. The Lawsons perform at a Lodge fundraiser. You know what? I think we got our first crap-ass episode. Gross. Here today, Gone Tomorrow. This is episode 14. I'll most likely be getting to that in 2024. Vicki gives a bank computer data that Ted is dead. Hey, that rhymes. Hey, guess what? We also get to see, uh, no, we don't. Never mind. That's another episode. Up- Who is, that lady's got some crazy fucking hair. Um. <laughs> Bye-bye, Brindles. The Lawson's plot to convince the Brindles to move. Yeah, and I think... Episode 14, yes, that is the very last episode we will see Bonnie. She most likely will be referenced, but never seen again. All right. For sale by robot. Okay, so they're trying to get the Mirandles to move in episode 15, but in episode 16, Vicky accidentally sells the Lawson's house. How do you accident? The internet did not really exist in the format that we know it as of today. So how the fuck did that happen? I don't know. Uh, serious episode alert. Episode 17 of season 3. Jamie stages a play to help a boy cope with leukemia. This is called the Ronald McDonald House. February sixteenth, so it's sweeps month. I guess they they got to go all out. They gotta they gotta straight out the gate. Uh oh, wait a minute, is that not who I'm thinking about? I'm thinking of something else. Never mind, guys. I take back my oh, because I don't know who that is. Uh, okay, the Russians are cut. Co- oh, here's another shit episode. Vicky competes with a Soviet robot. Sounds like, shit. I'll drink to that. <laughs> we can't miss this fireball back. This woman, man, she's a staple of this show. We saw her in season one, season two, season three now. I mean, this, I am so looking forward to. But then again, this is going to come towards the end of season. This is going to come towards the end of, like, 2024. Due to. Vicky's mishandling of terms. Child services officer Mrs. Fernwald thinks Ted is an alcoholic and threatens to take Vicky away. Unless Ted attends, unless he joins AA. Oh, shit. (laughs) Big J, you know what I, I don't miss? Jamie referring to himself as the Big J. I don't miss it. Sadly, we have to deal with it in Big J the DJ. Episode 20 of Season 3. Vicky imitates Lyle Elzado to help auditioning Jamie. The Rock Band. Episode 21. Jamie forms a rock band and Ida Mae, Brandon's sister, has amnesia because apparently she's living with him now. Uh oh, I have not I don't even want to know what this bitch is gonna be like. If she's gonna be like body times ten, I'm gonna Oh, what sounds like cause I'm a reader, I think I'm gonna love this episode. Episode 22 of season three, book it. Jamie Avoids reading a book for a school assignment. Are you shitting me? Honest June, how many paperback books growing up as kids that were most likely Under 150 pages long, if that. You can blast through that in a day. You can blast through that in a day. All right, we got Safety First, episode 23 of season three. Brandon claims injury from Vicky's Heimlich Maneuver. You stupid fuck! You stupid fuck! I want to beat his fucking ass. Brandon Brindle, you fucking twat. Beat his ass. (laughs) Alright. Season 3, episode 24. When you hear the beep. Let me guess. They got an answering machine in 1988. Jamie starts an answering service for his friends. (laughs) This guy. Hey, this is how we wrap up season 3, man. (laughs) We're going all out. Lawson's got an answering machine. Move it up in the world. Next thing you know, they're gonna be getting uh, a fax machine. I don't know. We'll see. I am ready, guys. I am so, ugh, I'm so ready to start season three. But I gotta wait until January. So, um, and you'll have to wait too, unless you want to watch it on YouTube. Which honestly, the more the merrier. Check the episodes should all still be on YouTube. Check them out. Look, uh, and uh, um, once I finally finish season three at the end of 2024, so long from now, who knows what is gonna be going on then? Hopefully, nothing too drastic in my life. Um, if it goes like this for the next two years, I'm cool with that. I'm 100% cool with that. How about you, Quinn? Are you cool with it? You, that's great, baby. That's great. Um, yeah, she's cool with it too. <laughs> Uh, Again, guys, thank you for for following me and listening along with me as I worked on season two for the last two years. I had a lot of fun. There were some duds. (laughs) Definitely were some duddish episodes. But overall, it was a good time. And again, I will see you towards the end of January 2023 with season three, episode one, Woodward and Bernstein. Have a great, great Christmas if you celebrate it. And a happy new year. Fingers crossed. Good things to come in 2023. I've never been a big fan of odd-numbered years, but them's the break. So, (laughs) bye-bye, everyone.